Hello and welcome to today's mini-sode brought to you by the BU Career Podcast. My name is Karina and I'll be interviewing Oliver Poor about LinkedIn networking. Oliver is a rising junior who serves as the president of Timid at BU and holds positions in Student Government, BU Entrepreneurs Club, and Innovate at BU Student Leadership Council. He's a bit of a LinkedIn expert too, having just spoken on Let's Talk LinkedIn, an interactive workshop and panel for students and young professionals. LinkedIn and online networking in general have been really crucial aspects of career development and growth, and in the wake of the current COVID-19 pandemic, they become more important than ever. Navigating LinkedIn as a student can be quite tricky though, so let's talk all things LinkedIn with an active student user. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. This is a great honor. So we're talking about LinkedIn today. And while a lot of college students are on LinkedIn, a good amount aren't. And even if they are, they're kind of these like inactive users. They don't really use it that much. And so how important is it that students get on LinkedIn and start using it actively? I would say on a scale of one to 10, I would rate it a 10. I think it's extremely important that students do get on LinkedIn. Um, I joined LinkedIn, I would say probably a year ago. I originally didn't know what the use of it was at all. Like, what does it mean to connect with someone? What does it mean to, you know, like create a relationship with someone? And then I started to follow, you know, some great people who are currently working at Google, at Cisco, at Snapchat, and started to realize that they're making great connections and great relationships based off the content that they post and that they're bringing a lot of value to LinkedIn. So I tried doing that and I tried posting about things that I'm passionate about. And ever since then I've been creating incredible relationships and these relationships often turn from online connections to offline connections as in, you know, I'll meet someone and we'll end up speaking over the phone and becoming good friends. And that's how I've made a lot of my great, like connections with professionals in different industries. So I would say LinkedIn is extremely crucial to the career journey. In terms of being active, should I just be updating my profile or should I be posting too? Because I know you're- Yeah, I think overall, your first step is definitely to create a profile for yourself that best defines who you are. Um, I, I see a lot of LinkedIn profiles that often, you know, don't portray the person at all. I think it's extremely important to portray yourself and to portray, you know, who you are as a person outside of just the resume. Describe yourself. You know, if you're a really passionate and energetic person, make it known. After you do describe yourself, you know, it's extremely crucial to not only post content, but to comment and like and give your thoughts on other people's content because that's how, you know, you create conversation and that's where you can put your thoughts into things. And then after you start putting your thoughts into different things, people start coming back to you and saying, wow, you know, I loved your point about this. Let's talk more. How often are you on LinkedIn? I think too often. (laughs) I think I I utilize LinkedIn more than any other social media resource that I have. Is it maybe because I'm currently looking for an internship? Maybe. But um, I think overall, it's it's much more useful than any other piece of social media. Right. Awesome. I noticed you have those coveted 500 plus connections. How did you get to that point? And this is one of the most like divisive questions when it comes to LinkedIn, are you supposed to connect with people you don't know? 
So to answer your first question about how I got to 500 connections, it definitely wasn't within the first day, the first week or the first month. Just because you have 500 connections doesn't mean, you know, your LinkedIn is like, whoa, it's like other people have it. Um, I think it's just because at one point I got to know 500 different people. When it comes to the question of should you connect to people you don't know, I would say if you can see value coming out of a conversation with that person, then you should try to connect with them. For example, like two days ago, I sent a LinkedIn connection request to recruiter at Google and I don't know them but I want to get to know them and I want them to get to know me because I want the future to include a relationship between us. So I think when it comes to connecting with people you don't know, I think it's very, very important that you're connecting with someone you see value in the conversation. When students are in the process of connecting with those people, would you say they should personalize that connection message? That 1000%. Think about it from your end as a professional. You probably receive 50, 100, 150, you know, emails or LinkedIn connection requests from different students trying to get to know you, especially if you're a recruiter. Imagine you personalize the message, then like there's a greater chance you would want to answer. For example, the other like three nights ago, I was reaching out to someone who currently works at Goldman Sachs. And what makes me different than any other person, you know, reaching out to them? Probably nothing. I'm a student. I would say I'm energetic. I'm passionate. I have, you know, I have a drive, but anybody could say that. But I noticed on his profile that he was involved in student government in college. So I messaged him saying, Hey, I'm, I'm also involved in student government. I'm here at Boston University. Would love to learn about your experiences and why you wanted to do student government in college. And would also like to connect with you about your experiences at your occupation. And because of that, I got a response. Can you talk more about like your experience connecting with companies and people and how that's led to opportunities? Yeah, totally. So over the course, since we since we turned virtual and since this whole COVID-19 situation has been unfolding, prior to that, I never thought, you know, what am I going to be doing this summer? I'm, I'm very, you know, live in the moment, figure it out when it comes. As soon as this everything turned virtual, I said, you know, now's the time to focus. So I went on LinkedIn and first before going on LinkedIn, I started to identify where I would want to work. So I identified about seven companies, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, Goldman Sachs, Blackstone, Morgan Stanley, and JP Morgan. Those are really, you know, seven places that I would really want to work, whether it's this summer or next summer. And I said, okay, where do I want to work physically? So New York City. And I started to go into the search bar and search up people at Morgan Stanley, New York City. And I started to send personalized messages to 100, 150, 200 people. And maybe they won't all answer, but you have to go in with the mentality that the cup is half full, not half empty and say, you know what, for the people who do answer, I'm going to make the most of it. So a bunch of people did respond. And from there, for the last couple of weeks, I've been having phone calls with them and just creating relationships. And many of them have said, look, I think you would fit into this role, or I think you would fit into that role. And now it's giving me a clear view as to where I should be applying when it comes for next summer. And a lot of them have created a relationship with me that they said, you know, when it comes to next summer, let me know when you apply. I'll put in my personal recommendation. And that wouldn't happen if I hadn't spoken to them or if I hadn't reaching out to them. So I definitely think LinkedIn is crucial to the job searching process. So you would definitely recommend like someone if they were applying to beforehand, try to connect with people who like work in the industry or work at the company? 1000% because you as a recruiter, if you're a recruiter, 
and you know, you're working at Google, you're working at one of these places, you probably get a thousand applications for the, the one internship program. But imagine somebody at your company, another professional comes to you and says, oh, look at this kid, Oliver. He has a great resume and he'd be a great fit. That already puts you ahead of the game. So it's the work you do prior to the application process that will make the process of getting the job a little bit easier. It's creating those relationships because those relationships will in hand do something great for you. Okay, going back to like the number of connections you have, would you say it's important to like get those numbers up before I start messaging people or does it not really matter? I would say definitely to create a profile for yourself that, you know, really speaks upon who you are. And if you only have 150 connections, to me, it wouldn't matter if you're reaching out to me because I can, I'm looking at your profile. I'm not looking at the number of connections you have. A lot of people don't, you know, have that many connections or know that many people, but they might be an outstanding person. And that speaks upon what you put in the about section. That's what speaks upon what you put in your experience section, the education and the skills and endorsements that you have. LinkedIn is not just about the connection. And as a student, how many connections could you really have? You go, you're a student, you're really a student. So you might have 150 connections max, but that's okay as long as you're willing to grow. And that's the important part. I think that's really encouraging because a lot of students, like they have like this kind of like anxiety around LinkedIn and it's all about those numbers. They don't think they can message people because their account looks like incomplete. No, I, I would I would disagree, you know, because I think it's very important you start building the LinkedIn profile. I think like, you, ha I think it's a must in order for the career, the career process, it's a must. Right. Ellen, you're currently running for student government on a platform that emphasizes like professional development with specific focus on both like online and offline networking. Can you tell us more about that? Oh, totally. So professional development has been extremely important to me. I, over the course of the last year, I've been asking students, tell me, you know, what's one of the problems that you see within um, BU when it comes to professional development? And it's because, and it's the fact that, you know, it's not a problem, but people come into college freshman year thinking, wow, this is going to be a great four years. But they're also thinking at the same time, where are they going to go after these four years? And I think it's extremely crucial that we open up as a student government to continue to like really focus on professional development. So my platform is based on three different things. Build yourself, build your network, and build your idea. I'll start with build your idea. The Build Lab and Innovate at BU here has such incredible programs, including their landmark, landmark program, the Innovation Pathway. The Innovation Pathway is a keystone program that encourages all types of new ideas created by current BU students and turns those ideas into reality. It's a four-step process where you're, there's an availability to gain funding through it. And it's basically like a checkstone pro, like progress list that helps you turn that idea into something real. And I think we should be flaunting this. The, if you think you're not an entrepreneur, you're wrong because I bet you each person in the school has one problem that they're a bit attached to, whether it's the environment, gun control, healthcare, the finance world. There's a problem that you might think of. And with every problem, there's a solution and you could create that solution. So that's where Build Your Idea comes. Build Yourself, the Center for Career Development has such incredible resources and such incredible people there who are willing to help. But as a freshman, as a sophomore, even as a junior or senior, it might be intimidating to walk into that office and ask for help. What the BU student government wants to do, what my slate wants to do, is to start offering 
these resources as in turning it into an office hour. So once a month, well, we will host the Center for Career Development at our office and we'll ask you to come. So now it's a relationship that we're creating between the student and the Center of Career Development and we're only just exposing the Center of Career Development much more for the incredible resources that it already has. Then build your network. As people graduate Boston University, they still want to be involved with the community. And as a BU student, I want to meet these alumni. How can I do that? Through the roundtable discussions that one BU wants to create. If I come into school as a PR major, how do I know what a PR major does after college? What internship should I be looking for? What am I going to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis? What is my career outlook going to be? How do I know these different things other than from the internet? What we want to do is bring these different alumni from different industries each month or every two to three weeks and have them host roundtable discussions with students interested in that field. So let's just say we would want to bring in an, a financial analysis uh, analyst, excuse me, from Morgan Stanley and have him come do a roundtable discussion with all different students who are interested in working at Morgan Stanley or interested in going to the finance world or interested in becoming an analyst. So now we're basically creating this relationship between the alumni and the students, but we're also giving the students more knowledge. And this is always an opportunity for future mentorship, shadowing opportunities, job opportunities, different internships. So the possibilities here are endless. And I think professional development is something that students really need and that they could really utilize. And I think it's student government's job to help expose those different aspects. I think overall, I came into BU really thinking, okay, I'm going to make the most out of these best four years. I'm going to get involved in several different organizations as I have, but I'm going to have to think about where is Oliver Poor going to be on day one after graduation? Where is he going to be working? And how am I going to get there? Because you can't just say, I'm going to create a resume. I'm going to create, create a cover letter and get there. You have to learn the skills on how to interview, how to utilize resources like LinkedIn, um, how to network, how to speak to a professional. And I think that we as a, a slate are really interested in helping these students grow professionally. We, we want to help them grow as people. We want to grow the community. We want to grow the different health resources, but professional development is something we're very much attached to. And I think overall, whether I'm in student government or not, I am on the current student leadership council for the Build Lab and have utilized some of these ideas there. We have our industry lunches on Fridays. That was an idea I had created a couple months ago. Build your idea. I'm an innovation pathway coach, so I'm helping these students physically go from one place to the next um, when it comes to their idea. So I think we really got to start thinking about this now. I think when it comes to professional development, it's a now problem, not a later problem. I think overall, my one piece of advice when it comes to this is like as a student is go after it. You want to go speak to a professional, reach out to them, find out how to speak to them, find their email online, go and really, you know, put the extra effort because it will come into your favor later on. Thank you for listening to the Career Podcast Minisode Features. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Career Development at Boston University. We are located on the 5th and 6th floors of 100 Bay State Road. All of our services are available to on-campus undergraduate and graduate students for free. For more information, check out our website at bu.edu careers.